0: Hello there, yes, welcome to another episode of the Oblivious Maximus podcast, Uh, my guests for this week are Jake and Stevie from Clowns, Um, I have had the good fortune of being able to play with Clowns with my band I Exist, Um, and they're just a really good band, they released a record earlier this year called Bad Blood and it's great and yeah, I just got to play some of those, uh, launch shows of that. Um, so I thought it'd be cool to have them on the show, um, because they're cool guys and they're being sick. So I wanted to have a chat with them about how things came about for the band and primarily about how stuff happened for their record. And, uh, as I go with this, I want to try and do some more interviews with bands. Um, You know, more than just one person from the band. Because I think everyone in bands has a lot to say and have good opinions on things. So, um, yeah, this is my first attempt at that. I'll probably try another one soon with I Exist. But managing the six of us in a room will be somewhat challenging. However, I'm going to have a go. Um, But yeah, so this episode's just a chat between me and some of the fellas from Clowns about clowns so hopefully you enjoy it um yeah thanks to everyone for listening as always go to us on the internet give me some feedback listen to clowns listen to i exist listen to oblivious maximus this is oblivious maximus number nine with clowns fucking brutal dude sick My podcast, Thank guys. You. Cheers. Um, well, first, give a name and your voice so people know who's talking when you talk.
1: I'm Stevie, and I'm from Clowns, the singer of Clowns.
0: I'm Jake, and I'm the drummer of Clowns, also. <laughs>
1: and I'm Aaron. <laughs> <Good> day, <mate. laughs>
0: um, yeah. Okay. So the first thing I've been starting all the other ones with is asking people like how they primarily got to like a personal investment or interest
1: in music. So. How? Whoever wants
0: to go first can go first.
1: Um, I guess I guess it all started when my dad uh, took me to go see The Offspring when I was eight years old on the Americana tour. <laughs> Very uh, good. Yeah, H Block, twenty eight days, and um, and The Offspring at the Horton Pavilion uh, in Sydney, and I guess that was uh, stage one of poisoning the mind into <laughs> punk rock. <laughs> Offspring at eight, yeah, it was awesome, and uh, you know, it was something that I will remember for my entire life, yeah. And it. now I play in a punk rock band, so I guess that's how it all happens. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, mine's like sort of similar, but probably not on such a huge level. Like, I, I, um, you know, those like uh council battle of the bands things that yes. you went to as a kid. Like, I remember I went to like my first one ever, and I saw this like band that, uh, that, like some some of them, like some of them are now my friends but like they were called Paranoid and yeah. I just remember seeing like these 14 year olds on stage just like absolutely like shredding it and I was like I want to do that yeah <laughs> but on a bigger level I mean like I saw Motorhead as the first live band I ever saw so maybe that was <laughs> maybe that
0: had impression. something to do with it <laughs> yeah that's cool where'd you see them?
2: they were supporting Motley Crue okay. at like I don't know like Rod Laver or something yeah yeah, I don't think that was actually why I got into it, but I just thought I'd add that because that sounds heaps cooler. Mm. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, it was. It was. <laughs> That's, That's why. It very cool.
0: Um, and when did you guys meet?
1: Uh, well, me and Jake uh, grew up, um, you know, pretty much around the corner from each other, three yeah. or four houses down from each other, and we've always played music together ever since we were kids after we stopped hating each other through... Yeah. Through our adolescence. <laughs> and why did you hate each other through our adolescence? Uh, let's not go... Let's, let's, not, let's not bring up, okay. you know, ghosts from the closet. <laughs>
2: no, we used to just skate together a lot. And, mm-hmm. like, I guess, mutual interest in, like, playing guitar and stuff just, like, sparked something. Yeah. Both played in other shitty bands before playing in, you know...
0: Our I current our shitty bands. Our current band. shitty band, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, when when you started playing music was playing punk and stuff the the first thing you started doing or was there other music sort of before then
2: together it was punk but uh, beforehand it was like pretty different yeah he played in a metal band and I played in an indie band yeah it was pretty uh, strange how that (laughs) came about I
1: I guess we met in the middle and (laughs) started punk
2: (laughs) rock
0: Yeah, no, it's like, I think a lot of people have paths like that, though. Like, oh, yeah,
2: it's a super embarrassing path, but everyone's got uh, one.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, you know? exactly. No, I played, like, in, well, I was like, came right at the, I guess, the end of, like, dying hype of new metal, so yeah. I had, like, the perfect ride out of starting a new metal band when no one cared, and uh. then having to turn my new metal band into like a thrash band so people would care and then the thrash band became a death metal band because i started drinking (laughs) like (laughs) and then same thing like all my like had to appropriate friends to line up with that sort of
1: interest i think that when you first start a band though like even if you started a band that you know, you had the right intentions. Like if we had started clowns when we were fifteen or something, yeah. we probably would have been just as bad. <laughs> so there's, a, there's it's always lucky you had this uh, the <laughs> brooding time in between. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can we can blame it on you know the crappy genres that we were imitating yeah. as kids, but it was probably just the crappy musicianship of <laughs> well, yeah, of, the of the members of the band.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So how did
0: the clowns come about then? How was that something that got together for you guys? Um,
2: so we both had just, uh, we were just finishing year 12, I think, or we just finished year 12, like fresh out of high school. And like, we both played in bands and we, we both were kind of like pissed off with where they were at. We were kind of like, we don't play in a band that's very good. Yeah. So we were both, we both like wanted the same thing and we both, you know, didn't go to uni that year and we were just like, let's just play in Let's just like start a band and just gig heaps. It'd be really fun. Yeah. See, see what we can go in a year. I think that year we played, like... Played a lot of shows in that first year, just, like...
1: To no one. Yeah, it's some really, <laughs> really, like, average shows.
2: And um, I guess, like, you know, as time went on, you just sort of begin to realise... The, the better things... Like you, as Playing in a band for so long, you just get better.
0: Yeah.
2: As musicians playing with the same people all the time, writing better songs, it gets more exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I suppose, like, we just you know, you're ticking off every milestone as you go, and once you tick off a few, you just keep setting them for yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's true. And, um, and uh, no, I think I think that was kind of good as well, that we, like, the mentality from day one was, you know, let's, let's you know, we just got out of high school, let's not go to uni and do what all of our friends are doing, let's yeah, yeah. start a band and just focus on playing as many gigs as possible, which kind of set a precedent from day one. So even once, you know, we started progressing on through and we all went to uni and getting jobs and stuff we were still always working really hard and that's kind of forever been um the way that the band's worked it's not like one of us pushing playing a gig once a month here and there we've just always plowed it and now five years on you know here we are
0: yeah yeah Mm. um and so was it primarily just you guys when it started out or was everybody involved from the get-go
2: so uh, we, I guess we were like the founders. We we started the band. Yeah. Then we uh, got our bass player Herney who is a, fa- a founding member. He was the first bass player and yeah. still is the first bass player. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and our original guitarist, uh, we had issues there, and then we've gone. Th- we're actually on guitarist number three now. Yeah. So I guess hmm. that's where we're at in like the. And
0: has that been uh, something that's greatly affected, like, the songwriting side of things?
1: I don't, I don't really think so. I think because we sort of struggled to have, um, you know, a permanent guitarist for so long, um, you know, me, Jake and Herney all sort of binded together and did all the songwriting and did all the managing, so we never really had a guitarist that put in so much, Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think it really adversely affected the development of the band at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so when things like, where do you see, uh, where things sort of started changing for you guys from being like, maybe like, where did things start taking like more of a serious tone for the band for you guys? I reckon that would have been around, th- could be close
2: to three, probably about three years ago now. Yeah. I think like we just, we did it for so long and like, we started, we sort of like got a little embarrassed by our live show like it was so silly it, like when we were kids and like yeah. I look back on it and I think it's still funny but like <laughs> but um you know there's you get to a point where like you just want to start playing like good music and like you know mm. just sort of like lose the immaturity a little bit more and then we like you know like we did uh, a southeast asia tour yeah um we actually did that like we did that before we'd even like gone anywhere but Sydney, yeah. I think, on maybe Adelaide. Like right. we just hadn't like we hadn't really toured Australia, but we were just like, let's just do
1: it. How um, did you tee that up? Seven oh seven bookings. Yeah. Um hooked us up. Cher was the yeah. was the, the girl on the job yeah. who hooked the whole thing up, which was awesome. And in my mind as well, that was like the first stepping stone to becoming a serious band. Yeah. For sure. Um I guess, you know, like we played in Borneo before we played in Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> And I think, that, crazy. yeah, it is, it is a little bit crazy. And I don't know, like we, we definitely found out a lot about, I guess, each other on the yeah. trip and how to sort of progress. And I guess I remember thinking like once that was finished, we were in KL and I just thought to myself, like, you know, we've gone, we're 19 years old and we've just toured Southeast Asia. You yeah, know, it's awesome. No one that I know personally has done that. Yeah except for other bands who are are above us. And I was like, well, you know, let's just go and try and do some other red shit. Yeah. just gave us a taste for touring, I guess. And
2: like, I think since that we've like really, like literally haven't stopped. We've always got something planned, I guess. Another tour planned, and which is like, Mm. you find out that that's like the fun part of being in a band, not... Not, you know, <laughs> not like writing the album or <laughs> jamming like crazy. No, just, just, to just like...
1: Ugh, <laughs> so
2: many emails. Yeah.
0: Just boozing real hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. It's playing, playing shows. No,
2: it's no secret.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. So um, was that before or after you did the first record? Before. Long before. Long before. And so did that, do you think that sort of was it, well, was there much touring in Australia after that Southeast Asia trip? Like, was that sort of the next step then, to sort of yeah. flog that out a bit?
1: I reckon that's what we sort of strived for as well, because I mean, we had we had never done an actual tour with dates that lined up. Yeah, right. You know that were on that were all on one poster, mm-hmm. and then we went and did one in Southeast Asia, and, yeah. which was a great experience. But then we were kind of like, well, we're going to have to do this in Australia if we wanted to. Yeah, we can't sure. just keep yeah. touring Asia. You have
0: to go to the place you're from. Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. So, I mean, when we came back, we just immediately started working on, I mean, we did a few more weekend trips here and there, Adelaide, Sydney. But then, yeah, we definitely started working on trying to piece together an entire tour with a release to promote the release. Sure. Um, and yeah, running, you know, running from Brisbane all the way down to Melbourne. And then I think that the first, the first real tour we ever did was to promote our powders seven inch, the split seven inch we did with Michael Crafter mm-hmm. in 2013. Yeah. Um, and then after that we just kept expanding on it, um, touring as much as we could. And then, yeah, we got the, the deal with poison city to do our first record and that just kind of sent things into overdrive from there. Yeah. People were listening to our music like all over the country and it opened up a lot of doors and we just didn't stop, you know, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So
0: what was the, uh, like what was the process then in terms of doing that first record? was that like a record that you wanted to reflect t- the touring that you'd been doing or what was the idea with the first one? Uh,
2: the first record was weird like that, the first record is, is a, an album of songs that were written over about I mean this is probably the same with a lot of bands, but like our first album was written over about two and a half years. Yeah. It's just like, it's pretty much all we had, all the music we had yeah. at that stage. We got, you know, we got asked by a label, like make an album. Yeah. Like, all right, so we've got these songs, these ones are shit. We're going to have to write a few more here. Mm-hmm. And like, we just put everything we had on that one record pretty much. So yeah. I guess like the difference between that record and this new one is like, we went in and like, we went into the jamming and like we said, we're going to write an album from start to finish within yeah. six months. And mm-hmm. like, that's,
0: well, yeah. Like, I mean, one of the things that I, notice about your band as a whole is that like this record is like i mean it's noticeably different musically than the last one but it sounds like a concise album like it right. sounds like it was planned not like yeah you just fucking yeah. went in and whatever came out of you you know yeah like, it's, exactly
2: it was definitely planned you know like it was that that was a record that we like we, we, we were yeah. so everyone was like such a perfectionist about it and it was you know at the end of the day that ended up being a good thing I yeah suppose.
0: so i guess if thinking back to the first record then was that uh like conscious uh because of a reflection you had on the last one like was the release of the last one somewhat disappointing to you or was it like just not what you wanted it to be
1: at the time um when we released i'm not right like I think that that was like a huge thing for us. Yeah. I guess just. Well,
2: was, we,
0: was it your first record you'd released? The, the
2: first, 12 it was years the first, Yeah, it was the first record that any of us had written for any band. Yeah. So it was. So it's an big enormous thing. achievement. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. But it also. And I mean, we, we were pretty proud and, you know, everything, but it also left a lot of room for us to grow. Sure. Especially because the release of that record sort of put us in the forefront of, you know, a lot of different people. It was on like Poison City and. You know, we, from that record, we got a lot of, um, support slots, you know, touring with Frenzel and Cosmic Psychos and stuff. Yeah. And I guess through that progression, we sort of learned what we did good about the old record, but also what we didn't do so good. And then with Bad Blood, I think we just worked on what we could have done better. Yeah. And I think that also shows a lot. Like, I agree. It sounds like a whole band. Yeah. Whereas, you know, on Bad Blood, we've got, you know, four dudes sit down for eight months, let's write a record. Mm-hmm. I'm Not Right was, you know, the name of itself is kind of reflective <laughs> on, on the record the and the process <laughs> yeah. and the content um, because, you know... We wrote and recorded that over two years, and there's like five different guitarists on it. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, so much yeah. different uh, so much different gear. Like, we didn't use the same tones or anything. Yeah, crazy. Um, but that, that's also like a complete illustration of how naive we were at the time as well. Yeah. Whereas now we've progressed more, yeah. and um, we'll continue to progress. Yeah, for sure. From those moments so, in time.
0: Well, I guess... Why don't we talk, <laughs> talk about the writing of this record then? So, you said it, t- it took eight months. So, was there... Was it something like you guys sat down and said, all right, now that we've done this record and we've done these tours and stuff, like we need to step it up for this next thing. And like, or was it sort of like, let's just start writing music and see what happens. I think,
2: um, you know, the first of all, like the main difference was like, we, we knew that when we started writing it, we were like, okay, we're going to record here. We've got this long Mm -hmm. to write as, you know, a record. Yeah. So, I guess we went into it with the, a pretty simple angle of everyone write a shitload of songs. Yeah. Everyone just like, everyone write what you think. And then we were jamming like, for, for, you know, for eight months, we were jamming pretty much like three or four times a week. It was, it yeah, was, wow. pre, it was pretty full on. And like, you know, I think um, the dynamic at the time, it was like doing a number on all of us because everyone was just like yeah. stressed as mm-hmm. hell trying to make this right but like i guess after writing a few good songs in the process of it you sort of it's it starts to take shape a bit more and you know what like or well, this is for us anyway like when we got a couple of songs we we're like okay that sounds like a track too that sounds like this mm-hmm. somewhere in between that there should be this a song that sure. sounds like this and like yeah. i guess so the song sort of, sort of, of started
0: helping out. shape the rest of the songs yeah. yeah totally yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly, and we wrote the whole thing as an entire listening experience. You know, it wasn't yeah, yeah. like, oh, that song's cool. Uh, we'll just chuck it as number one. You sure. know, it was kind of like, hey, I've written this awesome track seven, guys. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's something that's important too because I yeah. think a lot of people forget. I mean, people who haven't written records or I mean have sort of involvement with that stuff, like the deep cut is like the fucking hardest thing to write because if you gotta, you like. That's where you need to keep the interest going. Yeah. Mm. You can if you start off strong awesome and you finish with some epic thing great but if in the middle you've just got fuck yeah, like totally and it happens care.
1: yeah it happens as well
0: Yeah no that's cool. Um so uh, when you said like everyone was writing songs so does that like would you say that everyone in the band has like even contributions spread over what they contribute in terms of writing or is it sort of
2: uh not even. Yeah. I mean like Steve wrote the most songs. Steve Steve has always been like the primary songwriter. Yeah. Um but that being said, this record uh in comparison to the last one I suppose is like we'd write a song and then everyone would sort of pick pick at it and like change things and so everyone had input to every song. There was not one song I think no, I'm pretty sure there wasn't even any song on this record that was just like written by one person. Sure. And then that was the way it was played. Every song was always like picked up yeah um but you know i think everyone actually wrote yeah everybody wrote a song at least one song on this album that's cool so that's cool it was a good little team effort i suppose yeah yeah and
0: so what was the recording process like then if once all this writing was done
2: um the recording process was pretty awesome yeah because where did um, you do it this place called birdland Mm mm-hmm it's in St Kilda, sorry, not Birdland, sorry, uh, Hothouse hot in house. St Kilda. That's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hothouse. <laughs> uh, and that place is, has really, like, you know, first of all, it's ran by a really sick, awesome guy. Yeah. It's a really awesome dude. And, um, the, Give him a shout out. Go on. Cra- Craig and Jez. There cra- guys. <laughs> Craig, Craig's the guy who runs the studio. He's just complete badass. And Jez is the studio hand yeah. Engineer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um yeah, we just had I don't know, for me I thought it was really fun. Yeah. I mean I, I did smash out my drums in the first day and just drink beer the rest. But um I thought it was good on but, you for I, you thought was, even one day. <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was a good effort. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it was um, like again it was it was a bit different because it was something that we'd never done before, which was going to the studio for ten for ten fucking days. Yeah, you know? Yeah. 10 12 hour days day after day. I think we had like one break day, but the guys were mixing during that day. Sure. So it didn't so it was never really like, you know, oh we'll do a little bit here, we'll do a little bit there. Yeah. Um and yeah, it was something new and it was it was an awesome experience. Um but I I'm, I'm pretty sure that on the next record, you know, keeping on the theme of progressing, we'll probably do it a bit less strenuously. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Taking our time with things, you know, maybe, maybe do it over like four weeks, three days a week. Yeah. Kind yeah. of thing. Instead of like 10 days. It was, know?
2: it was pretty hectic. We also, um, stupidly played a show in the middle of it, which is a dumb idea Yeah, for his voice. Yeah. yeah. Really dumb idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we overcame that luckily. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I had a really sick time anyway. I thought, yeah, I think as a, as a whole, like we drank a lot of beer and. Yeah, you know, produced the goods and had fun doing it. So yeah. that's, at the end of the day, it was,
1: good. it was really fun. Um, I think that the, the only thing that sort of, that sort of inhibited the process mm-hmm. was I, for me anyway, I felt like I hit a wall, like it was 10 days and maybe like day eight or day, day nine. I'm like, when was end?
0: You know? <laughs> it's just so much yeah. hitting you with it and all Ex- encompassing the whole time. Yeah, too. exactly.
1: Cabin fever. Yeah. yeah. We just serious cabin fever going on, yeah. but at the same time, like, you know, Craig and Jez came out with the goods yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's like awesome sounding. Yeah. Um, no,
0: like I, I was like, when we did the second I exist record, we had a guy come over from the U S to do it. And like, we did 14 days straight mm-hmm. and it was like, and I obviously live here and everyone else came here. And when we were looking at things, I was like, Oh, maybe I can work. And I was like, there's no way I can fucking go to work for two weeks while these guys are just sitting around doing (laughs) stuff. Like, what if I need to be there or whatever? So I took work off. So I was like, fuck, we've got two weeks of, like, just hanging around. And so we'd go and record, and then, like, the recording would be fine. And then we just, like, because none of us had anything to do for 14 days just drink so much and like just every day was like the dumbest day ever. And then like have to go then the next day and like work. And yeah. like. In my head I was like, Oh, I can play guitar. Don't worry about that. And then the next day I'm like, fuck, I gotta play more guitar. Yeah. And then like, Oh, I gotta play scratch track for this song or like, and like, I remember thinking at the end of it too, like just, I think, yeah, you know, maybe like the day before it was done, like I, fucking hate this right now yeah. <laughs> I never want to hear these songs again and they're like the the funny thing is like 10 days and 14 days when you I guess look at bands like I mean you know like some records take bands like months yeah yeah <laughs> like, Fuck. but I guess maybe that's something of the genres of music we're respectively yeah. playing as well and um, I also think those people are fucking crazy yeah do <laughs> 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 um so once the record was all done what was like the the process surrounding the other elements of it, like obviously you've got the musical down. Where did you guys think to go to from there for the rest of the release?
1: It was kind of funny because like we had, we had the whole thing mapped out pretty much Ooh. from the start of last cool. year when we decided to start writing it, which was in March. Yeah. Um, we were like, we were like, okay, so what we want to do this year is write a sick album record it at a six studio to be released around this time next year, which was a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, and then we want to do, um, you know, a national Aussie runner shows, bring out an American band to do that with us. And then we want to go over to the States and play with them in America. Yeah. So it was, it was like 18 months. Yeah. Wow. That's, um, that's great that it all fell into line. Yeah. So. exactly. And you know, a lot of, a lot of hard work, but a lot of luck as well along yeah, the way. Yeah. Um, but you know, all the stars aligned luckily and, Yeah, I guess, I guess that's sort of the, the idea, the vision that we had and we just tunnel visioned it and just went straight for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's good that it worked out out so well.
2: Yeah. There was definitely a few hiccups on the way, but like, you know, we got there. Yeah.
0: That's sick.
1: Yeah. And yeah, it's like, it's, it is like now actually even just having this conversation, I'm thinking like, it's pretty impressive that we actually managed to do (laughs) that 18 month (laughs) plan given, you know, all of our personal circumstances and yeah. And, you know, obviously playing in a band is can be pretty weird sometimes, I'm sure yeah, you know. Fucking <laughs>
0: nice, yeah, fucking um, yeah. So, once, like, everything was done with, you know, once the record was out, what was your, like, was the reaction what you thought it would be for the songs and stuff like that? Or did I think, it exceed your expectations at all? I think it's, like, you know, I think it's...
2: Pretty much where I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard people, a lot of people say that it's better than our last record. Mm-hmm. That that's coming from friends. it's coming from other people, and like that, that's you know that's nice to hear. Yeah, I've got a, um. There's a the response we've had from uh, radio and stuff has been a lot better this time yeah, around. Yeah. You know. um
0: Yeah, you guys are getting flogged on Triple J. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's. that's <laughs> That's good. That's something we never thought would get. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's it's rad that that worked out. And yeah, yeah, I mean, it's only been out for what three or four three months, is that or whatever? Yeah. How long it's a couple been? Months. Um, yeah. and I yeah, so far I think it's good.
0: Yeah. Now, like, like I think as I said before, like definitely to me, it sounds like a, definitely like a, a more mature record. I guess like something that has like noticeable uh like the sound of it sounds great and like the musicality is really good and songwriting is really good too and it's sort of like it definitely is like a a packaged record it's not like a haphazardly thrown together punk record it's, mm. it sounds really sick um but yeah like one of the things that i noticed with it particularly was that it seems to have taken like quite a shift not quite a shift but like a definitely like, noticeable shift from your last record musically as well. Like, it sounds like maybe, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but, like, it sounds like it's sort of encompassing more influences, perhaps. Like, is there, yeah. was there more to it than the songs that were put behind the last record?
2: I think that, um, us as people, we all listen to a lot of different music. Mm-hmm. This changes like by the. It, I, I listen to something new every week, pretty much. I'm going yeah. through this massive like pop punk phase right now. I'm yeah. like can't stop flogging it. So I think, you know, there were the, there's like you know a doom bit on the on the yeah. album and stuff like that. And I also, guess around like that there was time, lots of
0: real like fast but like crazy fast parts and then slow bits and then really like chuggy heavy parts and then you know sort of you know quite fast like punk parts yeah,
2: too. Yeah. Now I think you got the the hammer on the on the head there like yeah. literally we just listened to a shitload of different shit yeah no, <laughs> and then that... yeah just wrote a really diverse album and yeah. I
1: think the last album was just a lot simpler um, yeah. I guess basically because we were a younger band and we sure. maybe were still a little bit you know I think by that stage we'd sort of found a sound that we wanted to run with which was just, you know, hardcore punk rock, nothing really much else to it. Sure. But I guess with the idea in our minds that we needed to step up from that record in order to progress. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we we were definitely thinking about how can we get the sound that we've gotten and expand on that to yeah, make it a sure. bit more listenable. Yeah. Um. And I think that's forever going to be a mentality of the band. You know, the next record that we release probably won't be too reminiscent of Bad Blood. Yeah. Um. There'll probably be elements here and there, but we're we're going to forever be expanding and changing, and changing sounds. Basically, because that's what our favorite artists do. You know, it's it's boring to hear a band release the same album three or four times (laughs) in a row.
0: Fucking Earth. You want to try and. Yeah. Well, I mean, you always want to try and grow it as well. Like, the other thing, I think a lot of people don't think about when they hear bands, and I'd say, like, I think oftentimes bands get a lot of unfair criticism when people are like, well, this fucking band changed. <laughs> 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 it's fucking five dudes. What do you expect? Yeah. They're going to like the exact same thing mm. every year, and you can't write the same song ten times. Like, yeah, you exactly.
1: Know? Uh, I think people just, they grab a bit of nostalgia or something like that, towards a particular song that they love and they just want the band to True. keep yeah. giving them songs yeah. that they love as much as that but you, for some people that's just like you can't do that you can't yeah. just keep releasing the same song like I don't want to mm-hmm. release another Human Terror or another yeah. Eat A Gun or something like that yeah, sure. I want to forever be working around it and some people who like might love Bad Blood yeah. might not like that progression but in order to you know be a you know to be a, a you know expanding band like that yeah you need to progress I that's think,
2: what i think anyway. yeah i think uh as a musician i've definitely learned to have a lot more empathy for for bands that like change
1: you because yeah. i'm just
2: like well of course they're not like now, like, now that i've done it i, I just think like, of course they're not going to write the something the same they're going to want to make mm. it different like yeah
1: and I think some people just struggle to find, you know, the difference between something that that is not their taste and what's actually crap. Yeah. Because yeah. they'll be like, oh, I hate this band's new album. So crap. And like, no, it's, they've just gone down. You know, yeah. maybe they're just trying to sound heavier. Yeah and, yeah. and you just don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's all like there is also like oh this their new album sucks. <laughs> <know>? <laughs> not everyone's
0: perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think uh, yeah I I, I just. Um... Yeah, the reason I brought that up was just primarily from listening to your guys records. I was like when I heard the the new album, I I just thought like this is this band is like sort of to me as an outsider it sounded like you'd like quite clearly figured out what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like whereas the last record not that it's bad or that it sounds like juvenile or anything, but I think in like, and I mean, arguably, it would be the same of I Exist. Is that if you listen to the first I Exist record, yeah. you can hear that like at the time I was like, "Well, I want it to be a hardcore man," but then I like stoner stuff. So how yeah. the, the fuck can I make that a record? Yeah. And then like, it's okay, you don't need
1: to sugarcoat that We agree. <laughs> <can you? laughs> no,
0: like I, but I think it's sort of uh, like. Taking in the knowledge that you need to develop and that you need to change and then actually enacting that change can be very difficult, though, as well. Yeah. You know, like, getting out of your comfort zone. And as you said, like, playing shows to people and having people have these songs that they like. And then there's pressure there as well to be like, oh, fuck, I've got to write that song
1: again. Or, like... Yeah. Mm. Or a song that, ev- that our existing fan base will yeah. identify with. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs>
0: go for you guys in america i haven't
2: seen you since you returned america was um america was like you know most obvious answer it was so much fun man yeah i think we were really a little scared to go over there just Mm -hmm. because we felt like we were really unorganized and stuff like that but i think when we got there we found out you know we landed on our feet and like just went in there and had a really fun time. Yeah. Playing at South by was cool because we got to see and meet so many cool people and stuff like that. So it was awesome. Yeah. Um, there were definitely highlight shows in America that like yeah. really stand out. And like, I guess like we're almost pretty proud of that we booked ourselves. Sure. Um, so I think overall, you know, America was like a really positive self-booked tour for
0: us. It was a really yeah. good experience. So how did, how did you go about organizing all that? Oh, oh,
1: just cutting their just, teeth, you know. Yeah. Like I mean, I guess we had a we had a bit of help from American Sharks, yeah. Um, from when we were touring with them, being mm-hmm. in contact with them, but there was just also, you know, we were just trying to keep our eyes open and our ears open as well, yeah. Um, and yeah, we just we did it all ourselves, you know. Yeah, that's great.
2: Right. Yeah, it fell into place. I don't, I don't know. Well, I maybe I speak for myself, but I don't think I ever want to do that again. Yeah, because it was just really hard yeah I mean obviously now we can set up shows in some of those cities a lot easier now yeah. because we've met a lot of people but it, but doing that if we had to for example if we had to do the same thing but on the east coast yeah I think we would really like it. Would, I don't feel like it would be like any progression you know? sure so yeah. I, I, I don't know this is a very stressful process like self booking in a country you've never been to before yeah, yeah for sure yeah.
1: and the whole idea as well to going over was one to go to South By because we wanted to meet record labels and booking agents sure. and stuff to help us, um, you know, maybe do a do a release over there and do a return trip that's going to be better. But also, just to sort of just to sort of do it and to lay the groundwork for a sure. return trip. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the the whole thing was like a really positive experience, and I'm very co- like we will go back maybe at the end of this year or the start of the next year. Yeah, cool. And you know. Again, it's, you know, that that progression of we've done it once, we know what worked, we know what didn't work, let's take out the bits that didn't work and replace it with stuff that we think might work. Yeah, that's great. And it's f- forever a growing, evolving sort of thing. Yeah, that's mm. awesome.
0: Um, so, where where did, um, like, the plans to do your next tour come from? Because, for me, it seems like you guys just finished and now you're about to start doing yeah. another tour. Yeah. <laughs> like. Um,
2: I guess that sort of fit in with our extensive 18 month plan we're talking about before. um, yeah, I don't know, there's this sort of like a template that you can do on an album cycle, I suppose, like, you you know, you release your record, you tour that, then you release a second single or have a second single and stuff like that. And you basically can just do the whole thing again. Yeah, but the difference is this time around, people <coughs> have had time to like listen to the record. Yeah, so. you're
0: not playing things they don't know. <clears throat> they no. Yeah.
2: So I guess like this time around, it'll be just be us doing the same thing, but you know, new, new songs and stuff like
1: that. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely be playing more of the new record. Sure. Um, and yeah, is there we'll, different
0: places you're going to this time.
1: A few different places, a few yeah. the same. Where we unfortunately couldn't work out Tassie. Yep. But if anyone's from Tasmania and listening to this, we'll be back. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, we're hitting. We're going up to Cairns oh, wow. um, on awesome. this tour. Yeah, it's a long way. But yeah. we did a show there last year and it was really awesome. So we thought we owed it to, to go back and, and keep working on that. Yep. Um, we're going heading over to WA as well. Sick. Um, obviously, you know, we've, we've been over there a few times and we don't want to, to lose what we've got going over there. Yeah. That Like, the Perth show is the second best-selling show the wow, tour. That's great. Yeah. It's so,
2: surprising because we've always fucking um, it's hard. deprived Perth because it's fucking expensive to go. Yeah, it's yeah, hard
1: you know. to go over there, you know, um, and totally. I think that Perth people understand that yeah. to a certain degree they, but also get by frustrated. Now, by now they'd have to. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we're, you know, we're we're the kind of band that if people want us to go and play there then we're going to go and play there regardless of what yeah. other factors might be saying, oh, you shouldn't do that or maybe we should wait till then. It's kind of like, We'll go when the time is right. Yeah. Doesn't matter what's going on. Yep. Um, the only what's reason a, we wouldn't go is because we actually can't, like... Yeah, yeah. ...time restraints sure. or, you know, that what's kind of What's a good
0: stuff? reason to go through with it anyway, being that, you know, you just did an Australian tour a little while ago and they you smashed the American thing, like, it's a good thing to involve it with this next run anyway. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, cool. So, where where to from here for you guys, then, from this, after this tour, then? What's mm-hmm. the... Is, um, is that the end of the 18 month plan? Or does, <laughs> does that plan, has that plan been extended?
1: I think, um, I think we're going to, yeah, we're going to do this tour and like it, it goes for like three months. So we've got a bit of time to buy to, sure. to, to try and put some more month plans <laughs> yeah, yeah. down. But I mean, we were just talking in the car before that we're going to, we're probably going to start writing a new record yeah, um thought... soon enough. yeah. Um, and then I guess we'll probably just try and put together another plan, you know, let's, let's write the record in this amount of time. Let's record it then. And let's have a plan to go back to the States. I really want to go into Europe as well. Um, and, but you know, that this is all early days. Like we haven't, we haven't got anything in plan aside from the fact that, you know, we're going to record a new album, write and record a new album and tour it like harder than what we're touring now. Yeah,
0: sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 quite funny when you talk about things like that. Like I, I would argue that a lot of people wouldn't listen to a band like you guys or even like exist or like any sort of this sort of stuff and think like, ah, oh, these guys probably spend like time thinking about things. Like whereas like, man, this shit like you really need to pay attention to all of the yeah. things. And there is like quite a lot of thought process that goes into writing these silly songs and stuff.
1: Yeah. You know, like I think people like from the outside especially people who don't play in a band or don't play in like a serious sure. sort of touring band from the outside they just sort of you know they're going on in their lives and then you know oh clowns are doing a new tour cool mm. but they don't see that, that booking that tour has completely controlled you know yeah. for, an
0: enormous portion of your
1: life of our yeah. lives for the last six months it's like oh that, that looks cool yeah. <laughs> how long that took to yeah. to get together they don't wonder that yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> Oh, everything falls a... in place for clowns. yeah, no <laughs> yeah. oh clowns are doing a new album oh, <laughs> you know doing, uh, they didn't realise they didn't see us jamming you know three or four times a week yeah, for eight so. months no the riff goes like this <laughs> you know. uh, no I want this kind of song yeah. you know. well uh,
0: add two more guitarists to your mix
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> what I'm gonna roll reverse this for a second Go on. What, what about I exist what have you guys got in the works because I'm uh, God. Very, um, very interested
0: uh, well, we're writing a record, or trying to, I don't know, maybe a seven inch, we're working it out. We're writing music, but I write a lot of it, and I live here, and everyone else lives in This is right? where the magic happens right <laughs> here. Well, this that is that room, and sometimes this couch. Oh, um, the couch. <laughs> this is um, the couch that's that you, you write a photo. those riffs on? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know, it's, yeah, that's sort of our thing, our our, our issues are more like uh, logistical based in mm. the sense that we have older people and people who own houses and things, mm, yeah. but yeah, you know, I guess a similar thing, we're trying to put together our plan, like I need to figure out these riffs and then show them to them and then they got to try and make them sound better and then i got to go back and learn them. And then fix whatever right, I don't like about what they're changing about my songs. Yeah, yeah. On then.
1: <laughs> yeah, it must be pretty tough, especially being you know yeah. having members in all different states around the country.
0: It's hard, man. It's yeah. like I don't know. It's one of those things. It's it's funny though because I guess as far as most people who I assume like I exist now, I moved here just after we did like the launch tour for the first record. So I've lived here for. Mo the like I've lived here for four ye- five years four years, and I just been a band for six so, like I've lived yeah. here for most of the time that the band's been a band, and I know the Hume Highway very well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I I yeah.
2: I mean I'm one of those people. I had no idea that you lived in Melbourne until yeah. until we or just before we played together. Yeah, yeah. and stuff and like yeah. I mean.
1: Well, we've been listening I guess... to I Exist for, for ages, not to oh, blow yeah, smoke blow up your ass, but I, we've been playing. Such a fanboy. Yeah, fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, that's cool. It's it's. I, I like that. One of the things that's been like the best turnout for I Exist as a band is that like, we've had the good fortune to. Well, I think as well, it's helped that none of us are like, just like hardcore, or just like metal, or just like punk. Like everyone's mm-hmm. just like, we're from. Idiots from Canberra in Canberra you don't have a choice. Like you like everything or you don't play shows. (laughs) Because if you're in a band, you have to play with other bands that don't sound like you. So you end up even you know, like when I started listening or when I started like playing in bands, I was like a metal dude. That's all I did. Yeah. And then I was a metal dude who played in a hardcore band, and then I was like, Oh wait, I actually like this stuff too, like, <laughs> yeah. and it's been it's been cool, like you know, being able to play with you guys and being able to play with friends. on like when we played the Weekender a couple of years ago and stuff, yeah. like doing stuff like that has been like, like I'm stoked that people who like that stuff like us too. I feel
2: like there's like a growing like of. um just mixed bills. In yeah, general. everyone. I mean, I everyone so who I've ever spoken, to, most people I speak to these days is is just all about them. Like, yeah, and they, it's just it, it, it's, it's no it's secret. Healthy. Like everyone, it's just more enjoyable.
0: Yeah, it's the best. And the the other thing is like, like when I started playing music, that like that was honestly what it was like. Like when I started playing shows, it was playing in like a thrash metal band or a death metal band or something, and we'd play with a pop-punk band or we play with a hardcore band or like and I mean I guess it took a while for us to get out of just sort of like alternative music to mm-hmm. like playing broader things but like strictly speaking like that in and of itself is like it's an enormous thing to do and it's an enormous thing to try and uphold is you know differences like that you know like yeah. I think you guys did it really well on the tour that you did like that we played having supports be different Bands? Like, you didn't mm. just have punk bands play yeah. show, you know? Or... Yeah, totally. It's,
1: it's kind of funny as well, I think. Like, I mean, I think it's a little bit like that. Obviously, it's a lot more like that in Canberra because yeah, it's so yeah. small. Yes. But I think it's just a little or a lot like that in Australia in general. Yeah. generally just probably because of the population. Sure. Whereas, you know, in the States when you have a music scene, like, you know, if you just take the classic 80s hardcore punk rock, you know, mm-hmm. you've got Minor Threat and Black Flag and Bad Brains sure. who are, they're all different bands, but they all sort of sound the same. Yeah, you know? there's, a,
0: there's a thing that, there's a similarity yeah. that flows through. Whereas all like,
1: them. let's just say present day, you've got poison city you got clowns and the bennies and the smith street band and yeah. apart from this and deep heat you know yeah all these different bands but i guess still sort of within and for lack of a better word like all within the same sort of scene or category yeah, yeah. or whatever and the same goes for the resist thing that's going yeah. on same goes for i don't know like the i the iou thing yeah sure for all the indie kids yeah or whatever and um you know it's it's sort of it sort of grows like that. And I, I also think that at the moment we're sort of reaching a a pinnacle of that kind of like yeah. growing subcultures of music.
0: Yeah. Well I mean I, I think it's really good and I think it's something that's important too with and like I try to uphold this as much as I can, not that I'm ever not that I'm in a huge huge position to do so. But I really do think for people who want stuff like this to continue, it is the responsibility of people that headline shows to make sure that your shows like reflect the musical tastes you have yeah. and the scene that you're trying to enact as a part of. Mm. Like I think it's important that if you go to a city like I mean it's important to me to put my friends' bands on shows. That's like always super important. But I'm lucky in the sense that I like lots of different bands. So when mm. I do ask people to play shows I don't just ask some band that sounds exactly the same as my band. Maybe yeah. I do, but then I also try and fit in, yeah, you know, as just much stuff as I can stuff, off, totally. outside of it. And I think as well, like, like, uh, like Violent Soho have been doing that really well. Like, mm. really supporting, like, younger, you know, brewing bands and like taking them on tours. And Smith Street Band do it a lot too, you know? And, totally. like It's fucking sick, and I think that's something... You, like everyone needs to do. If, you, if you're if you in a position where people like you enough to come and see you, which is rad and it's an achievement in and it of itself, but. Yeah, you, you have know, a
1: responsibility people, to well, nurture. People what's did that for me.
0: And, like, yeah. surely you guys as well. Like, totally. You know, we owe fuckloads to, you know, bands that have done that for us, like Mind Snare and Frenzel, even, and stuff like that. Like, they didn't have to put us on shows. They could have put anyone. And then. Through whatever dumb reason they decided to, we were there and it's paid off. Mm. So, Absolutely, Frenzel yeah.
2: is a good a band that seems to do that a lot as well. Yeah, I mean they did. I mean that's happened to us. We just we just literally asked. Jay. <laughs> we didn't we didn't expect a you know a yes. We were yeah. just like, so um, can we open for Frenzel? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, why not? Of course. Mm. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's, great. that's great. You know. To, they're almost like positive role models for younger bands yeah, you know for
0: sure yeah. mm. um alright well that's probably a pretty good little chat yeah. um
1: do you have anything you wanna spruik or advertise <laughs> come to our fucking shows on the next tour please <laughs> yeah. buy tickets buy from ticket. com. there you go we're doing a big tour we're yeah. not going to Tassie but we're doing the rest <laughs> of Australia <laughs> um yeah it goes for like three months and our our buds summer Blood, are on um for the entire thing on oh, minus a couple shows um, and buy our record Bad Blood released from Poison City Records earlier this year buy it from them or from us yeah and let's party and have fun (laughs)
0: Um, alright good one right on thanks for doing the podcast no worries thanks dude
2: boom yeah brutal (laughs)